Hey y'all, welcome to Rooted, the podcast that explores the ins and outs of modern agriculture and advocates for our rural lifestyle. Hey y'all, welcome back to Rooted. Uh, this is a very special episode and I am joined by my good friend and past Tennessee FFA state treasurer, Sophie Hilton. Hi everybody. So I just wanted to dive deep into Sophie and how she got involved in agriculture and FFA and really share with my viewers um, her experiences and the opportunities that she had. So I just wanna know how you got involved in agriculture. Um, so both sets of my grandparents owned hobby farms. So I've always been around a farm, been around some sort of agriculture. Um, but I guess I didn't take it seriously until middle school in seventh grade when I took an agri-science class. Um, and I started judging livestock and that's where I got involved with FFA, um, and realized that I could have a career in ag, just not being, you know, a vet or a teacher or something like that. So, um, I guess I got my start in middle school actually. Um, and that's where I began my FFA journey as well. That's super cool. So you went to Stone Memorial High School. Uh, What was so you started, you, did they have a middle school program? Yes. So luckily, my county um, is, I think, one of the only counties in the state of Tennessee that every middle school, elementary school um, has an FFA program, which is so phenomenal. Um, so I got my start at Pleasant Hill Elementary School. Um, our elementary schools go K through eight. So we don't have middle schools technically. Um, yeah. But so that's where I got my start at Pleasant Hill started judging livestock in the seventh grade um but yeah it was just it was really cool and I guess I didn't realize until I got into high school that not everybody had ag in middle school and I was like yeah oh wow it's kind of different like I just thought everybody had it like it was a special area or whatever you know but it wasn't so we were really fortunate yeah I know that at my high school well used to they used to require you to take agriculture your freshman year and so that's kind of how I got involved um, and then they changed that. And I've been to other schools where, you know, agriculture just isn't as popular because they don't require you to take the class. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like everybody in my school has taken an agriculture class. Right. And at one point has been an FFA. So I kind of feel you there. Um, how, how was your high school experience in FFA? Um, what like experiences and opportunities are you, are you grateful for? You know, honestly, my advisors made my experience um, all three of my advisors so pushed me to go far and dream big. And that was their, their thing. Like, if you're going to do something, do it right, do it the best way that you can and shoot for the stars. They didn't set a limit on us. And I think that made my FFA experience and pushed me to become a regional estate officer because I knew that it was reachable, that there was no limit on what I could do. So my advisors really made it. And I had some phenomenal friends in FFA Um, and that's really how I got involved. I went to the first club meeting and I was like, okay, I've done FFA before. I'm familiar with how it's supposed to be. Um, and my friend, Caitlin Wantenberger walked right up to me and was like, I'm Caitlin. I'm here to be your friend. And, um, we followed each other to college and everything. So it's, it's been phenomenal. It's been the friends, it's been my advisors. Um, and just knowing that anything's possible and not capping myself on what I can and can't do. Yeah, and that that's super cool that you mentioned that you like you've made a lot of friendships at FFA because I have too, and like some of my best friends have come through FFA because everybody in FFA it just feels like a family. 
um, McEwen FFA and FFA in general just feels like a family to me. And you feel like you just, you know, everybody to a certain extent and everybody is there for the same purpose and has the same mindset. And so that's something, that's a really good opportunity that yeah, young yeah. people get to have. So what was your favorite competition in high school? Um, so I am pretty, pretty good at judging livestock. And yeah. it's always one of those, it's like a love-hate relationship, you know, like yeah, one day you're like, man, I love, I love this. And then the next day you're like, I literally hate this. Why, why did I decide to do that? Um, so I would say livestock judging just because it's been with me since middle school. And it's just something that I'm familiar with. And I was like, oh, like, I'm pretty good at this. And Stone Memorial, our um, livestock judging coach, Mr. Cole is like, statewide known for judging livestock so there's always high expectations when it comes to that and so like I would feel the pressure and like I felt the pressure in practices and I I think that's the best part because it made us want to be better we knew that there was expectations to me and so we tried to meet those expectations for sure so livestock judging tops them all for me and when did you come become a chapter officer um, I became a chapter officer my sophomore year of high school. Um, I started out as chapter secretary and then moved up um, to vice president. Um, I was vice president. Yeah, I was vice president my junior year. And then my senior year, I became chapter president. So, um, and my officer teams are always great. They're always great people to work with. Um, we worked very well together, worked really well in harmony. And sometimes that's hard to find, you know? Yeah. Um, but but we did very good. And so um, I've always enjoyed being on chapter officer teams for sure. And and how did that like help you um, whenever you were running for regional office or you were in state office? How did those teamwork experiences kind of prepare you for what was next? You know, um, sometimes you have to learn to adapt to everybody's ideas. Um, mm -hmm. And especially when you work on like a regional or state officer team, you don't see your teammates all the time. Versus in high school, you see your teammates every single day walking down the hallway or in a chapter officer meeting. Um, but in regional state offices, you may have a Zoom meeting every week. And so you kind of just have to build off of each other, bounce ideas off of each other, um, especially, like I said, in state and regional offices. You all come from different backgrounds. So you all have different experiences and different ideas. Um, and I think that's the best part about those um, opportunities that you can build off one another. I know some things that my regional officers did. I was like, that's really great. We need to bring that to my chapter. Um, even in state office, like I would go back and tell my advisor and be like, I went to this chapter today and they did this awesome thing. Like, I think you should implement that. So really just seeing the ideas that everybody has um, and just being able to work with people, I think is what chapter office taught me um, that we all have different ideas and it's they're great ideas and you need to build off of each other and raise each other up as well. Yeah. So you did get regional office office. What position were you in? I was the regional secretary um, in 2020 to 2021. Okay. So what did that experience teach you like more about agriculture, more about the industry, more about service? What, what did it, what did that experience teach you? You know, that was a tough year. We were coming off the pandemic a little bit. Um, and so it really just taught me about service, um, cause none of us have ever experienced something like that. And we were like how we had to change the idea of service and how we were going to serve others through different platforms. Um, so it, it changed my idea of service and what it meant to be a leader of others. Not that I had the ideas and we were controlling and making people do things, but that we were there to serve the people, um, so yeah, it really changed my idea of service and what it meant to be a leader. Yeah, I, I remember my freshman year, I was 
was a freshman and I had never been in FFA before. And so we were all doing all these virtual contests and everybody was freaking out. And I was like, what? Like, cause I've never known anything different. Like this is cool, you know? Right, um, right. And sophomore year hit and I had to do an in-person contest and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much different. This is so much better. I love this. But yeah, I can imagine how hard it must have been to walk on a regional officer team and have to do everything virtual after mm-hmm. you know, your past experience has been in person. And I know that that must have been hard to connect with your officer team. So I, I, I'm wondering, how did you do that? How did you connect when everything was virtual? Yeah, so we had like um, weekly Zoom meetings. So we would meet every week and talk on the phone. Um, and then sometimes we would, some of us lived closer than others. And so we would like pair up and we did like a virtual Greenham conference. So we filmed videos together um, and really like we Snapchatted each other to be quite yeah. honest. We, we just try to make connections knowing that we were a team. Um, and luckily enough, uh, two of my teammates from my regional officer team were on my state officer team. So I already, I already had a really good connection with them. Um, so that, that was great. But we just reached out to each other and made sure that we were having conversations as a team and talking to one another. Yeah, so I know that you do regional office to kind of prepare you to run for state office. But first, I want to know, how did you prep to run for state office? Like, what was, first, okay, first, I want to know, what, what, what was the deciding factor in you wanting to run? Well, the deciding factor um, would have to be my advisor. My advisor, Ms. Phillips, um, was a state officer. So she was Chelsea Watton Margaret when she was a state officer. Um, but my high school has, like, this wall of fame when you go down the career and technical education hallway. Um, and they put up like state officers, state winners and all that. Um, well, before she became my advisor, she was on that wall and I would pass it every single day in my freshman year of high school. I was like, man, like, I want to be like Chelsea. Like if I can be anyone, I want to be like Chelsea. Um, and then Chelsea became my advisor and she pushed me um, to just keep going. And she was like, you know, there's no limits on what you can and can't do. So if you like keep going. And um so really, Chelsea was my deciding factor. I was like, I want to be like Chelsea to the yeah. best ability that I can be um, because I just respect her so much. And she's even to this day, like a dear friend of mine. Um, so I think that and just seeing the, the not hold, but like seeing how state officers held themselves, they had, you know, so much respect for themselves. And I was like, man, like, wow, they know who they are. And I think that's amazing. Um, and I, I wanted to have that same level of respect for myself too. Um, but prepping wise, I went to prep courses all across the state. Tennessee Tech has a really amazing prep course. Um, and Farm Bureau, they offer a great prep prep course. I did a lot of online studying and honestly, state office taught me how to study. I was one of those kids in high school that was like, I don't need to study, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but state office taught me how to study. And I'm a studier, like I have to have my mom or somebody like that, like quiz me. And so my mom was so great. She would quiz me back and forth about different facts and different people and things like that. Um, So that was a lot of my prepping was just studying with people. Um, And even like talking to my friends that I knew were set officers, like, okay, what do I need to do? Um, Having, um, you know, impromptu interviews with them. I would interview myself like in the shower as I was driving to yeah. school. Um, so just a lot of uh, studying and practice interviewing and things like that. So what advice would you have for somebody who is wanting to run for regional or state office? 
Um, in both capacities, ask people who've done it before. Ask someone who's run for a state office before. Ask someone who has run for a regional office before because they have the experience and they're going to know what those judges in those rooms are looking for, for sure. Um, that's my biggest piece of advice. Go to the prep courses and talk to people who have run before. So how did it feel to get elected to state office? Like what, what was that experience like? I can only imagine. You know, honestly, it's, it's kind of like a blur in my mind, um, but it was just a whirlwind. Like I remember when they called Stone Memorial and I was like, oh, that's me. And I just like took off running, you know, they didn't even call my name. And I can remember I got on the stage and we were like hugging each other. And yeah. I look at my team, my teammate Katie. And I was like, what did I even get? <laughs> like, I was just so, I was so excited to be on the stage. Like yeah. I didn't even know what the office I got. But it was just a whirlwind of emotions. I was so excited. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my dream. And I have it. Like, what, what the heck? You know, so it, it was just so exciting. I look back at pictures sometimes and I'm like, I was so giddy. Like, the pictures are the funniest because I have the best reaction. Like, I had the biggest, like, open mouth. Like, like what the heck? Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was crazy for sure. So that was actually, when you got elected, that was the first state convention that I'd ever been to. And um, I was there, I was in the last session and that is where I grew my love for the last session of every convention because I just it's... saw how, how great it was. Like I didn't, I didn't even fully understand what this was, but yet I was like, I want to do that. Like, this yeah. is so cool. And these people are so happy to be up there and they're so happy to be serving Tennessee FFA. Like, the, like that really grew my love for, for agriculture and FFA that's kind of where it all started um so yeah I think that's super cool um what what was your favorite experience out of the whole state officer year that's a very tough question I (laughs) um you know getting to enjoy my time with my teammates probably made it a lot um, I loved chapter visits, loved going into high schools, seeing what they were doing. I went to, um, I think, the Sycamore FFA chapter. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was them. Um, they had, like, dog grooming in their classes. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. if I dropped out of school tomorrow, I would go and dog groom. Like, <laughs> and it was so cool. I could have spent half the day in just, like, the parlor where they groom the dogs. It yeah. was so great. I went home and I was like, you guys don't believe what I saw today. Um, that was probably my favorite like chapter visit experience. It was so great. But like I said, me and my teammates were just instant friends. And so when, excuse me, when we would go on trips and stuff, we would just sit in like the hotel rooms with each other and laugh like till two o'clock in the morning because they were just so many funny people. So we would just laugh and we would yeah. enjoy our company. And so that made my year for sure. So I know, you know, when you, whenever you get elected to a chapter officer, regional officer, state officer, state officer, it's not about you anymore. It's about serving the chapter, region, state, whatever. Um, what did you learn about service during your year as a state officer? You know, um, I, I'm going to say it's very humbling to serve others and just to chat with people. That was um, the big thing that I learned is just getting to everybody's level and having conversations with people, getting to know them personally um, was the biggest thing I learned about service. Um, I have a professor who would like teach a little bit of leadership in um, an Ag Connections class that I had at Tech. 
and he talked about servant leadership and that's what they tell you when you get elected like this is servant leadership you're here to serve others and lead them as well um and so that would impact me on like what do i do to serve others um and that's how i viewed my my year it wasn't about me it wasn't like oh i'm i'm the biggest star it was what can i do to serve you in the time that i have um was the biggest thing is just how can i meet people where they're at yeah and you definitely you and your team definitely did a great job at that i mean everybody <laughs> in tennessee ffa loved your officer team and loved what you did for tennessee ffa how was convention um i know that must have been a pretty exciting experience i know going through high school and you watch convention and then you're kind of like behind the scenes. How was that opportunity for you? Like what was going through your mind? Oh my gosh. I was so nervous that entire week. Like my nerves have built up and I was like, Oh my goodness. But you know, it's also like going back to the day that we were like, it was just a whirlwind of fun and nerves and like the last two raw that my team had together. And we got along very, very well. We're all very close friends. Um, and so we were like, we've worked to this. This is this is our time to um, just exhibit the love that we have for each other. Um, and we knew that coming back into the big convention hall was like a big deal. Like we had to push it out. Like this is convention. This is what really convention looks like. Um, and so we knew that that was kind of the weight that we had to bear. But knowing like my team was like, we got this. Like if we're just true to ourselves, like we've got it. It's totally yeah. fine. Um, but it was just so much fun. Honestly, convention, any, any phase that you go through convention, it's just a blast. And how was it to meet industry leaders? What, what all did you learn from them? I know that it must be a little nerve wracking, but also cool at the same time, because they've had so much experience in agriculture and, and just know so much. Yeah. So we, when Tennessee FFA during the week of FFA week, they go on the Goodwill tour and they meet with a lot of industry, um, stakeholders and leaders and things like that. So we had the opportunity to meet the CEO of TVA, um, which was crazy amazing. Yeah. He's like a really stellar, smart dude. And we were like, wow, this is awesome. And you know, you're like, okay, what does TVA have to do with ag? And we learned so much. Um, so honestly, for me, like I'm a big like history buff and I just love learning about little tidbits and facts. So meeting with industry professionals and going into like the co-op feed mill, things like that, I'm like this is once in a lifetime opportunities. And that's how I took it. Like, this is the one time I have to do this. Like, I yeah. better enjoy it. Um, and so it was just asking a lot of questions and getting to know what they do and how it affects um, us as FFA members and going into our future outside of FFA and in the ag industry, for sure. So I know that you currently go to Tennessee Tech University. What was the deciding factor in that? Like, what made you feel like Tennessee Tech was home and its agriculture program? Yeah. So I actually live about 45 minutes away from Tennessee Tech. Um, a lot of my family is tech alums. And so I've been pretty familiar with the Cookville and the Tennessee Tech area. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to change. Like, I, I don't want home. Um, and I went and toured other ag schools in the state. And I was like, mm, this isn't it. Um, and so I met with my advisor, Dr. Duncan, who I have now. Um, and he literally was a changing factor. He's so humble. And he knows you like he once he sees your face, he'll know you for the rest of your life. And yeah. he knows facts about he knows facts about you. And he was just very like, we want you here because we're a family. And that's the biggest thing about tech, especially the school bag. Um, it's a nice community. It's not super small, but it's not super big. It's like a nice size of kids and students. Um, and the professors know you. They know your name. They could 
point my mom and dad out of a crowd. Like yeah. they they are just so about knowing you personally, um, which makes you a better student because if they know that I'm having an off day, they can come to me and be like, okay, so I know you had a really off day. Um, and I think that was my deciding factor is that Tennessee Tech is such family and they truly appreciate connections that they have with the staff and the students for sure. What's your favorite part about Tennessee Tech? Oh, I don't know. I would say just the people. I have so many friends yeah. in the school bag. Um, and so Oakley, which is where the school bag is housed, has these rocking chairs outside. And me and my friends just love to go sit in the rocking chairs to just talk. Um, so I think that would be my favorite part of Tech is hanging out with my friends in the rocking chairs in Oakley. Yeah, I know. I was there during that leadership summit. And so yes. I sat on the rocking chairs and watched the sun go down and it was very pretty. Um, yes. How was that experience? How was the leadership summit for you? I know it was coming right out of state office. So so how, how was that experience um, teaching other people about leadership? It was really fun. I loved it. And I, I hope to do it again. Um, that week was also probably one of the like craziest weeks of my life. <laughs> um, some things happened and we had to like feel this stuff and all that. Um, but I loved it. And coming off state office, it felt like my normal doing, you know, classes and things like that. So it was really fun for me and getting to connect with my group on a different level. I connected with so many students on a different level that week for sure. And um, leadership summit just creates a really top bond. Like if I see, you know, you or some of my kids that I have out, I'm like, oh my gosh, leadership summit. And, you know, it's just a yeah. really good connection. Um, and so I just really love leadership summit. And to any kids that are able to go to leadership summit, they definitely should. Like it's a highly recommended. I unfortunately didn't get to be like a, leadership summit like camper but coming in as a counselor I loved it so and what is your major currently so my major is currently agricultural communications so what what do you why why did you choose that major and what do you plan to do with it um after college after you get your degree um so I originally came into tech as an agriculture education major um and my mom was a teacher. And so I just grew up being around teachers and schools and things like that. So that was like, you know, my next to normal. Um, and then one night me and my mom were talking. I was like, I don't really know if I want to be a teacher. I was like, I could do it. But like, I don't know if that's what I'm passionate about. I was like, I just want to talk to people. Mom. I was like, I want to tell them the good news of ag and why, um, you know, we should believe in the future of agriculture for sure. And she's like, well, why don't you transfer to agcom? And I was like, that would make so much more sense. Um, and so I transferred to AgCom like next week and it's it's great. Um, I love doing like this and like videos, editing videos. I wrote for my local newspaper back home some and that's been fun. So I don't really know just yet what I want to do with my future, but yeah. I definitely know it's in the AgCom field. And like I tell everybody, AgCom is so diverse. There's so many things you can do within the AgCom realm. Um, I'm just not stuck with one job for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. Um, so like I said, I don't really know yet, but I definitely know it's in the ag calm realm somehow. Yeah. That's super cool because this, this podcast is my SAE and it's an ag communications SAE. And I also write newspaper articles to my mm -hmm. local newspaper. And so that's super cool. Um, and I love ag communications. Um, that might be something that I go into one day. I just love spreading the news about agriculture and it's something that I'm very passionate about. So I'm glad me and you have that in common. Yes. So, um, 
so yeah, I think that that's really all the questions I I have for you. Um, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, when you asked me the other night, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is my dream come true." So thank you so much for having me on. This has been a blast and a half. You don't even know it's made my day for sure. <laughs> You're welcome. I think that you are one of the coolest people to interview because you have just been through so much. And I mean, I look up to all the state officers, but ever since I met you, I was like, her, I want to interview her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, you're too sweet. <laughs> also, another question, how was national convention for you after like not being an FFA member anymore? You know, it was really fun. Um, we I enjoyed getting to know the kids that I go to school with. State office kind of limited my like social skills around campus a little bit just because I was busy. Um, so getting to know kids that are in the school bag with me was so fun. Um, my teammate Callie Renner comes to school at Tech with me now. And so we got to go together. Um, and it was just a really good time. I got to meet a lot of people and encourage them to come to Tech. And then outside of convention hours, we went bowling and mini golfing. Like it was, it was yeah. a blast. I, I enjoyed it being an alumni. It was a little weird, um, but I did get to wear my blue jacket one more time. I got my American degree. So um, that was, that was really cool. Finally got that, but yeah, it was, it was a really good convention. And what was your SAE when you were in high school? Um, it was swine production. Um, so we would get feeder pigs and we would show them. We showed them both in the winter and the summertime around the region around the state um and so we did that now my brother is still in ffa in high school and his sae's kind of changed a little bit which you can have multiple you know but mm -hmm. he's also doing some like um, specialty crops so my family started planting pumpkins and gourds and like indian corn for fall time um so he's gonna have two when he goes to compete for proficiencies which is really cool which i wish yeah. i would have had but i can help him out <laughs> That's still a super cool SAE. I don't know anything about swine. I know a little bit about sheep and I have cows out in my, my yard. Um, but I'm good. I'm, I'm good at like communicating agriculture. Um, and so that's kind of my forte, but it is. Yeah. Super cool. Thank you everyone for listening. And thank you for Sophie uh, for being on here. And it was like, I'm, I'm, so excited that everybody gets to hear what you have to say and your experiences because I think it'll help out. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's been a blast. Um, and if I could say anything to the FFA members, I would just say keep pushing, keep dreaming, um, and you're going to achieve so much and keep living the future of agriculture. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Shelby.